I don't know what the hell happened, but I looked at the stats today when I, because uh, pandemic came out today. Right. This is the 10th uh, because we're recording on the 10th. I This re- release is in about, what, uh, six days, seven days? No, this is the 15th. Oh, this is the 15th, right. Episode 10 of Pandemic, this is the 15th, thank you. Oh, 10th episode, gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but I, I, I woke up this morning and I looked, went to look at the stats, and we have hit 96 views today. 66 of those views are Ice Forward March. Or listens, I guess. Nice. We don't really have views. It's listens. So uh, thank you for all of you who are listening. Or for the one listener who listens 66 times to one episode. Yeah. It all counts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you want to get this episode going? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. You're listening to Eyes Forward March a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seaguard, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. Let us. Let us begin. Let us begin. Well, I am Sergeant Bacon, <laughs> and with me, as always, he is the Chewbacca to my Han, Sergeant Seaguard. Mm. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I thought you were going to say Wookiee <laughs> to my Nookie, but, you know, that works. Too. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. He is the limp to my biscuit. <laughs> oh, that's another good <laughs> He's my nine to five. I don't know if that worked, actually. Yeah, well. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, we're getting really close to Christmas. How's everything going in your neck of the woods? Well, uh, as they say, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We have 14 and a half inches of snow, and it's still coming. We did, we got a little snow today. It wasn't a lot of snow, but it rained like hell and then froze and then it snowed. So the entire way to work and the entire way home, I was slipping all over the place. It was stupid. Yeah. But you got you get to you get to take a the snowmobile to work in the winter, don't you? No. No. What? I don't have one of those. Why not? Because I believe it or not, they break all the time, and I just don't want to spend my time fixing them. Eh, but it would be fun as shit. Yeah, probably for a little bit. Yeah. Oh well. All right. I mean, yeah, we're expected seventeen inches total by the end of this thing, so we'll see. Oh, it's still it's still going. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's supposed to go through tomorrow. I don't even know what our weather forecast is. I just look out the window and, and damn, that sucks. I, I don't pay attention to what they say on the news channel. I don't pay attention to weather in my phone app. I just look out the window. 
Who cares? Yep. Yeah. It's snowing. Well, you got a little bit of uh, military history for us? I've got some. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see how this goes. It's time for military history. Awesome. You got it right this time. <laughs> okay. So we're doing the, uh, the week of December 18 through December 24. And uh, this is the year 2022. December 18th of 1916, during World War I, the Battle of Verdun concluded after 10 months of fighting in which 543,000 French and 434,000 German soldiers were killed. Oh, damn. That's a lot. That's it. That's a lot of people. That's like almost a million. <laughs> it is yeah, almost like a million. <laughs> then December 18, 1940, our old buddy, fuckface himself, Adolf Hitler, ordered the German general staff to begin planning Operation Barbosa, the invasion of the Soviet Russia. Soviet Russia. Yes, Soviet. Do you you Russia. you're getting a little bit of an echo? I don't know if it's on my end or what, but try that. Any better? Yeah, it's still there. It's 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 an echo. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Well, no. hey, so if you hear the echo, we don't know. I'm blaming it on the snowfall and solar flares and weird weather shit. So there you go. That's all I can do. December nineteenth, seventeen thirty-two. Benjamin Franklin first published Poor Richard's Almanac, containing weather predictions, humor, proverbs, epigrams, eventually selling nearly 10,000 copies per year. Hmm. Did that turn into the Farmer's Almanac? I'm guessing it did. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I don't know, but... Right. Sounds like Maybe. December 19, 1946, war broke out in French Indochina. As Ho Chi Minh attacked the French seeking to oust them from Vietnam. This marked the beginning of a 30-year conflict, which eventually led to heavy U.S. involvement and ended with a communist victory in April 1975 after U.S. withdrawal from South Vietnam. Damn, commies. 30 years. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean... Last one that we knew of was 20. Guess we didn't want to break any Guinness Book of World Records or anything. <laughs> well, wasn't there like a 100 years war or something? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, December 19, 1998, the House of Representatives impeached President Bill Clinton, approving two out of four articles of impeachment, charging Clinton with lying under oath to a federal grand jury and obstructing justice. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not inhale. Allegedly. Allegedly. December 20, 1606, the Virginia Company expedition to America began as three small ships, the Susan Constant, Godspeed, and Discovery, departed London under the command of Captain Christopher Newport in May of 1607. A royally chartered company established the first permanent 
English settlement in America at Jamestown, Virginia. December 20, 1860, South Carolina became the first state to secede from the Union in a prelude to the American Civil War. Within two months, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas seceded as well. In April of 1861, Virginia seceded, followed by five weeks later, Arkansas, Tennessee, and North Carolina, thus forming an 11-state confederacy with a population of 9 million, including nearly 4 million slaves. The Union had 21 states and a population of over 20 million. Wait, hold on. Let's look at those numbers again. 9 million was the population, 4 million were slaves. Yep. So 5 so, million. So 60, 40, basically, right? All right. I mean, few more slaves come into town, history could have rewrote itself in a whole different manner. Well, they have to want to fight for the uh, for their owner, so. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Talk about war by attrition. <laughs> right? Yeah. On December 20, 1956, Montgomery bus boycott ended after the Supreme Court ruling integrating the Montgomery bus system was implemented. The boycott by African Americans had begun on December 5, 1955, after Rosa Parks was arrested for refusing to give up her seat on a Montgomery bus to a white man. That's a good story. If, if you actually take a little bit of time and look back on Rosa Parks, that's a pretty significant story. Oh, 100%. There's a lot of shit that happened on de- December 20th, and I cut a bunch of shit out. All right, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> there, it's good stuff, though. Yeah. All right. December 20, 1989, the U.S. invaded Panama, attempting to capture Manuel... Noriega on charges of narcotics trafficking. Operation Just Cause occurred seven months after Noriega had declared unfavorable election results in his country to be null and void. The invasion toppled the Noriega government and resulted in the installation of Guillermo Endara as president. Noriega temporarily eluded capture, but surrendered a few weeks later to the U.S. troops, he was then tried, convicted, and imprisoned in the U.S. I feel like I probably would have understood that a little bit more if I under like if the pronunciations were right. And, and I don't know <laughs> what the pronunciations are, so don't get me wrong. Well, his name is Manuel Noriega. Emmanuel Noriega. No, just just Manuel. Manuel. I I could roll my R's, but there's no R's. Manuel Noriaga. Noria. Oh, that that was good. I don't know if that's right, but it was good. So basically, the Rangers went in there, kicked his ass, and then and they overthrew hmm. this guy, and then they brought in this Guillermo Endara, made him the president. Noriega's running through the jungle out there, listening to the CCR. <laughs> no, listening to Van Halen, Panama, Panama. I thought it was like, (laughs) run through the jungle, you know. Anyway, so he's out there. He's trying to, basically, he's on a fucking island. Eventually, he just like, fuck it, gave up. The Rangers brought him back. They tried him, convicted him. 
imprisoned him. We have a birthday. American Happy birthday to you. Harvey S. Firestone was born on December 20, 1868 in Columbia County, Ohio. He founded none other than the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company and was a close friend to Henry Ford and Thomas Edison. Did you ever notice how the Fords used to have Firestone tires on them? No. Never paid yeah, attention. Of, yeah, out of the fact. So that's when the explorers, they were, um, they used to be called the exploders. Well, yeah. And the they whole did Firestone tire, the recall thing, that's, they were on the exploders. Oh, interesting. Makes sense. December 21, winter begins in the Northern Hemisphere. Damn it. In the Southern Hemisphere, that day is the beginning of summer. Huh. December 21st, 1945. World War II General George Patton died in Germany following a car accident. He had been injured on December 9th near Mannheim and was taken to a hospital in Heidelberg where he died. He was buried in Luxembourg and nicknamed Old Blood and Guts. He once stated during the war, We shall attack and attack until we are exhausted, and then we shall attack again. That's weird. You're going to be this big, badass general, and you're going to give these war cry speeches to your soldiers who are going to do everything for you, and then you die in a car accident. Like, that's weird. I, I don't know. Like, Stonewall Jackson, spoiler, uh, he was out fucking around at night after, uh, I forget what, uh, Fredericksburg, I think, or Chancellorville, one of the two, but he got shot in the arm. So they cut his arm off, and he got pneumonia. And he died. Here's this badass guy. Like, his whole thing in life was just kill. It didn't work out. December 22nd, 1783. Following a triumphant journey from New York to Annapolis, Maryland, George Washington, victorious commander-in-chief of the American Revolutionary Army, appeared before Congress and voluntarily resigned his commission. You realize... He didn't accept any money as a general of the army. Right. He didn't accept any money as a president. And after he gets done kicking ass, he comes in and he's like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are not many built like that anymore. I, I don't know if ever. <laughs> you know, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, here's a guy who's basically like, he really didn't want to do it, but he was the best guy for the job. Right. And so he did it. And he did it well. Did you do you watch uh, Survivor at all? Survivor, the the TV no. show Survivor. Not not at all. Fuck all right. that. Joke. Well, all right. Well, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big follower. But it kind of like brings it back a little bit. Where uh, the winner of the season, you know, the winner wins a million dollars, and he donated the million dollar winnings to. Uh, a veteran group and I don't remember what the veteran group is. I apologize for that, but it was like what we found out in the end of the season is that a lot of these people had higher education positions. Uh, for instance, the winner ended up, he did something with hearts and valves and he probably made a hundred K and he's just like, Hey man, like I did this to prove I can do it. I don't need, a million dollars 
but there is a group of soldiers, veterans who need this money. And it just kind of like, it brings it back for me because general Washington said, I'm happy. I'm content. Oh, okay. I'm going to do this because I can, and I will, and I will succeed. I don't want anything for it. And when my time is done, my time is done and I will move on. Why don't people do that anymore? That That's such a rare breed. Greed. Yeah. People are greedy. Mm. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Sorry. I didn't mean to steal your military history. It's all right. We're uh, moving on to December 23rd of 1888. Dutch painter Vincent Van Gogh cut off his left ear during a fit of depression. December 23rd, 1913, the U.S. Congress passed the Federal Reserve Act establishing the Federal Reserve System to serve as the nation's central bank. Chief responsibilities include execution of monetary policy, influencing and lending and investing activities of commercial banks, overseeing the cost and availability of money and credit. December 23, 1948, Hideki Tojo was hanged for war crimes. He had been the Japanese prime minister from 1941 to 1944. Following Japan's defeat in World War II, he was arrested as a war criminal, tried by a military tribunal, and sentenced to death. He was hanged along with six other Japanese wartime military leaders at Sugamo Prison in Tokyo with the sentence carried out by the U.S. 8th Army. We have a birthday. Happy birthday to you. I'm going to do it every time. Okay. I remember. Japanese Emperor Hirohito. He was, uh, he was born on December 23rd, 1901, and he was born in Tokyo. He was Japan's wartime emperor and was allowed to remain in that position after the war. All right. Okay. One more thing. Or no, a couple more things left here. All right. <laughs> Don't do this on NyQuil. <laughs> December 24th of 1914, the first ever German air raid against Britain took place when a German monoplane dropped a single bomb on Dover, England during World War I. December 24th, December 24th, 1942, the first surface-to-surface -surface guided missile, later known as the V-1 flying bomb, was launched by German rocket engineer Wernher von Braun, called buzz bombs for the loud buzzing sound of their motor. They were used by Nazi Germany against Britain beginning in September of 1944. December 24th, 1943, General Dwight D. Eisenhower was appointed Supreme Commander of the Allied Expeditionary Force preparing for D-Day. We have a birthday. Oh, he must have gone pee. Happy birthday. American frontiersman Christopher Kitt Carson was born on December 24th, 1809. He was born in Madison County, Kentucky, and he was a soldier, trapper, guide, and Indian agent of the Old West. And finally, he's still at the bathroom. Oh, he's back. He's back from the bathroom. All right. <laughs> he's back. I'm back. And finally, we have a birthday. 
Happy birthday to you. Yeah, I got to figure this shit out. <laughs> On December 24th of 1905, Howard Hughes was born in Houston, Texas. He was a movie producer, aviator, and industrialist whose legendary desire for privacy generated many rumors and much curiosity, perhaps best remembered for designing an eight-engine flying boat nicknamed the Spruce Goose, which was to carry 750 passengers, although it only made one brief test flight. That would be a ridiculous plane to be on. Eight engines. Eight, yeah. That's insane. Uh, is that uh, everything you have? Yeah, that ends military history. That was military history. <laughs> At some point in time. This is episode 65, by the way. Yeah, crazy. Can you believe 65? We, we have gone through, and I think that uh, maybe the next episode, maybe, will uh, kind of recap our experience and what we've done and where we're going and all that other good shit. But, uh, 65 episodes. Holy hell. Yeah. No, like we've talked about it and I don't know that we thought we were going to get past 10 episodes. Right. Yeah. You know, here, here we are. Yeah. Things you can count on. (laughs) Yeah. You can count on something. The sunrise, the sunset, Eyes Forward March. An Eyes Forward March to release every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, yeah. Every other Wednesday. Uh, so we, we've we talked for a while about doing a Christmas special where, you know, we do this production. And I don't necessarily yes. know if we're there yet. I, no, as a matter of fact, I know we're not there yet. I think we can improve and we can build upon. Uh, but you did actually create uh some christmas poetry something like that yeah so i'll I'll preface it with this if you know me at all you know i despise just despise christmas and my two favorite things about christmas are the beatles and christmas music and beatles christmas music drives me up a wall i would i would rather listen to the ringing in my ears than Christmas wait, music. Wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the Beatles, like the music Beatles? Yes. Okay. And they have Christmas music? Oh, yes. Oh, There's okay. There's and Vile. So I'm not a Beatles fan. Me either. I think they're overrated. There's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, the Beatles are... I don't get it. It's not my thing. There's a lot of people that say that about Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, well, Maybe. Nickelback also Beatles? Sucks. Nickelback? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The Nickelback is, yeah, the descendants of the Beatles. But, uh, yeah, no, I I agree. I'm not a big fan of the holidays. You know, to me, it's just really fucking cold. There's a lot of lights, and some people like to outdo others. In my neighborhood, there's a shuttle bus that drives by about hourly per night giving tours of all the house lights in the neighborhood. And my house has zero lights on it. Like, I I just don't, you should rig up some Christmas lights in the shape of a middle finger. (laughs) I've heard that before. And they blink and it looks like they're just flipping the bird. Yeah. So for the EFM faithful. Okay. 
I took about 22 minutes today. (laughs) And I kind of made something up and I sent it to you. And all you sent back was LOL. I said, hey, make some changes. Send it back to me by 4.15. I'll print it off. We'll read it tonight. Thanks to Mother Nature being on a hissy fit. We uh, got out of work way early today. So if you sent me anything, I didn't see it. Yeah, so I did not send you anything. But I did go, okay, so I took your original. And this is, again, when somebody else writes something, it either clicks, it makes sense, and you can just read it without any issues. Other times, it it doesn't click, right? So I was going through, and I was taking your thought, your your concept, and I was trying to rewrite it for what made sense to me but again you take what i think you sent it to me at like 11 or something like that (laughs) yeah i was busy i'm like he's like well i need you to uh make any changes any edits uh that you want and i need to have it back by four i'm like okay cool i don't have time to sit here and rewrite this all i hear is all right fuck you dude (laughs) (laughs) right so uh, I, I started rewriting it and then I sent it, I, you know, like I, I did a little bit, I sent it to my personal email. I came home, I started working on it again. I got about halfway through and I'm like, Oh, we record in like 40 minutes, bro. I'm not going to have this done. And so I did it in half that time. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it shows it's <laughs> not a fucking rhyme in that verse. Yeah. Uh, so I have thoughtfully read through the first half of what you wrote and I skimmed through the second half. So I was laughing my ass off. It's funny. I love it. It's just not the way I talk. So I was trying to rewrite it a little bit to how I talk, but I didn't have enough time to finish it. So I don't know what you're going to do when this airs. I don't know if you're going to replace what's about to happen or if you're going to keep both of them in there. I don't know. I think I'll keep both of them. Get enough holiday spirit for both of us. You should read yours, to be honest with you. But you wanted me to read? Well, I just wanted... I felt like I just ate up 32 minutes of time with military <laughs> history. Every, I'm going to throw you a bone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Let's let uh, let's let Seagar talk a little bit. Okay, uh, this is... So this is your what? This is your rendition of The Night Before Christmas? Yes. But it was the night before Christmas Exodus. Yes. Which, if you don't know, the Christmas Exodus is when all the the soldiers typically go home for leave um, from active duty or training or something like that. So it's these all these people do a mass exodus out of these army posts. I feel like anybody who listens to this should know what a Christmas Exodus is. There may be one or two that have never heard of it. We get that random listener that thinks it's a marching band podcast or something. An optometrist <laughs> sticking with us till the end. But anyways. So Eyes Forward March presents you with the night before Christmas Exodus. Twas the night before Christmas Exodus. He lived all alone in a one bedroom barracks. No Jody to bone. Santa had come down the chimney without fucks to give. Santa said this must be where the E4 Mafia lives. 
Santa looked all about. A strange sight did he see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. A happy stocking by mantle, a bottle of jergens in hand, on the wall hung pictures of Spice Girls band, with bikini models and nudes of all kinds, only dirty thoughts came to mind. For his barracks was different, it was dark and dreary, Santa had found the home of a lonely soldier. Once he could see, the soldier lay seat the soldier lay sleeping silent alone on the floor in his one-bedroom home. The face had a smirk, the room in disorder, how Santa pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom he just read, curled up on a poncho liner, the floor for a bed? Santa realized the job that he did this night. Santa realized the job that he did this night. Should stock the PX with rippets and bangs for these soldiers who were willing to fight. Soon round the world, the children would play and grown-ups would celebrate and bring Christmas Day. The very thought brought a tear to Santa's eye. Santa dropped to his knees and started to cry. The soldier awakened in a rough voice. What the fuck, Santa? Don't cry like a bitch. This is the life of my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, and maybe a bar whore. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. Santa couldn't control it, and like a bitch, he continued to weep. Santa didn't want to leave on that cold, dark night. This guardian of honor so willing to fight. When the soldier rolled over, whispered with a voice harsh and gruff, Carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day. Give me a cigar to puff. One look at my watch and I knew he was right. KP to all and to all a good night. God, that was so hard. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> no, again, you can see I was a little rushed. I didn't yeah. put a lot of... I was trying to make it make sense in my mind. And it makes sense. It's it's actually really, really good. It's a great foundation to build on. What we need to do is not build the foundation five minutes before the house needs to be finished. <laughs> we got to let that cement settle for a minute. <laughs> right. You know, uh, but that's what we do do constantly in the military right we constantly are like oh shit we need to get something done and we we throw something together and it works it's it's good but now i want to hear you read it i, I don't know if i can read it <laughs> listening to you read it <laughs> i was because going through and editing <laughs> you were, so there was a few spots no you don't have to read it there was a few spots where I added words or changed words or whatever. Like, that's fine. I'm just, when, that's what I was saying in the beginning. It's like, you got something really good here and it works, but the way that I read and the way that I pronounce and the way that I pause, it's really hard. Everybody reads at a different cadence and we ran into that. You know, that's mm -hmm. one of the things that brought us together. Well, we were misfits. We were, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, we were the island of misfit toys. Yeah. It was like you, yeah. me, Cigar, or a Donut, uh, Vegas. Yeah, there's 
I don't know, half a dozen of us. I think the Gonzo brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what's great. Frankie though, and uh, what was the other one? Fra- oh. The guy from, he was from Puerto Rico. All, all of a yeah. sudden one morning, I look out and all of a sudden he's standing there with a pot of coffee and he's like, he says something to me in Puerto Rican. I'm like, what? He goes, do you want some coffee? I'm like, yeah. That's right. That's right after we got on post. Yeah. So that, that's what's great about those types of things, though. Though, you know, there were a few people like we have so many similarities. Similarities. Yeah. But yet similarities. We have differences. Right. And when you get mm-hmm. some people that have differences, but similarities, you can play off each other and you can create a product that's good. And then the people around you can make it better. Yep. I like being that guy. That's like, I, if you told me that, Hey, I need you to create your version of this. I would have shit the shit the bed. I could not just create this, but I am really good at taking what somebody else created and making it better. Or at least I think I am. Maybe yeah. I'm not. Which is why I sent it to you. Except you didn't respond by four o'clock, so we missed our uh, our hit time and here we are <laughs> with unrhyming I've been verses. Busy <laughs> at work, man. I like I've been busy. I've got exciting things that are going on and when I get into uh troubleshooting mode, it's hard to pull me away. There there was so much uh BS and you know, it, it's Christmas time, right? So there's a lot of, there's a lot less real work going on and a whole lot more bullshittery going on in the office. So I put my headphones on and I'm just sitting there like I'm not listening to anything other than what's going on in the office, but I have my headphones on. So everybody thinks I'm in a meeting and I'm just typing and doing my thing. And I'm just like listening to everybody else. I'm like, whatever. I, I'm okay with spending, you know, a couple minutes here and a couple minutes there shooting the shit, but otherwise, I got stuff to do. All right. I feel like this uh, episode went four types of sideways, and right now I'm tracking that you have about 50 minutes to edit. Yeah, roughly, which is about normal. As as much as you hate Christmas, I really do hope that you have a, a good Christmas. I hope you get a few presents that you uh, like and enjoy. And I hope everybody else does as well. Until next time, Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like trying to nod you to be like, you want to be like, yeah, have a happy holiday. Uh, stay safe, you know, give a safety message. You're just like, Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's about time you rip that Spice Girls fucking poster off your damn wall. It's stuck. Your Kathy Ireland posters. <laughs> Baywatch is not a damn thing. Oh, God. Used to All right. Me. I'm hitting stop. <laughs> this is getting sideways.
And now, Seagar's rendition of Twas the Night Before Christmas Exodus. Twas the night before Christmas Exodus, the specialist was alone in a one-bedroom barracks and no Jody to bone. Down the chimney came Santa with zero fucks to give. This must be how the E4 Mafia live. As he looked all about, a strange sight he did see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a damn tree. A happy sock hung from the mantle without care, next to a bottle of lotion, stiff, crusty, and covered in hair. Walls covered with bikini models and nudes of all kind. Santa knew this boy only had dirty thoughts in his mind. This room was different. It was dark and dreary. Had he found a room of a lonely soldier? That was the query. Santa's head hung low, the room in complete disorder. Had this place been hit by a Russian mortar? The soldier lay sleeping, silent, in this one-bedroom home, barely visible except a shadow casted from his new smartphone. This couldn't be the hero he had pictured in his head, curled up on a poncho liner, using the floor as a bed. Santa's night came to a sudden halt. He wondered who or what could be at fault. Could it be drill sergeants, toxic leaders, or even Uncle Sam? Could it be Sergeant Seagar, Bacon, or just yesterday's defac ham? As the soldier lie perfectly still in a heavy sleep, Santa dropped to his knees and started to weep. Soon around the world, children would unwrap their gifts and start to play. The adults would take pictures and cherish the moments of this Christmas day. But his mind kept coming back to his lonely soldier on a cold, dark night. This individual, this soldier, this guardian of freedom so willing to fight. A second noise occupied the room. It was the soldier in a rough voice said, what the fuck, Santa? Don't cry like a bitch. This is my life, my choice. I fight for freedom. My life is my God, my country. I don't ask for more. Except, you know, clothes, food, pay, and maybe an occasional small-town bar whore. His point had been made, and it was back to slumber. The background noise fills with logs sawed of lumber. Santa looked at his watch and knew he was right. There's one more thing to do this Christmas night. One case of rip, it's another of bang. Two cartons of smokes and a log of chew. They're the perfect gifts for the men and women in uniform, the proud, the brave, and the few. Soon, and for another year, Santa would be out of sight. As he left, he yelled, Happy KP to all, and to all, a good night.